Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Early Edge. It is Monday. It's College Football National Championship Day. We've got a lot of football to break down, not just in college football, but in the NFL with the wild card teams and matchups set. Hope you're starting off your Monday with us. Hope you're having a good, positive Monday so far. We'll try to put a smile on your face with picks and with positivity. Let's look at the recap screen before we bring in the stars of the show. Hey, I'll be straight up with everybody. I had a very bad weekend. This is not the results I'm looking for. Fortunately, Proppy, RJ White, EC, Mike McClure, Dave Richard all picked me up. This was very, very impressive. The right side of that board. There's another loss for me on Sunday night football, but again, picked up by Ken's, Danny Brasco, the maestro, Proppy, Mike McClure, a really great week 18 in football. Again, in spite of some bad picks here and there, and I got to give a shout out to Japan in the chat, who was all over our NFL kickoff show and our, our Sunday night football show saying, Khalil Shakir, ladder it up, hit the alt lines. And he hit every single alt line he recommended. He's already getting props in the chat from other chat members. Really, really impressive there. Speaking of this show, the Sports Podcast Awards. Well, the Early Edge, we're up for nomination here for Best Fantasy Betting and Gaming Podcast. We are a finalist in the category of Best Fantasy Betting and Gaming. All you got to do to help us out is go to the link in the description and vote. This will be in the YouTube description. It'll be in the podcast description. Voting is open until January 28th, so hit the link in the description and vote for the Early Edge. All right, with that out of the way, it's time to get some personalities in the way. Let's bring in the stars of the show. We've got so much to talk about. We've got so much to break down. We've got the maestro. We've got Mike McClure. We've got Proppy. And we're going to be bringing in buckets because he has a soccer play. But let's get some football out of the way first. Let's go to the College Football National Championship. And, Mike, I'm going to bring you in in for this because this line really has been in this four-and-a-half range for quite some time. We were talking pre-show how it might have gone up to five, five-and-a-half, and and then bought right back down to Michigan minus four-and-a-half. We've got a total at BetMGM of 56-and-a-half. I know you've already done a college football show with Chip Patterson, with EC. Everyone, that's in your feed. What are your impressions of this game before we get started? Yeah, it's uh, fascinating. Uh, It's a little bit like a college basketball game that I love so much when you get contrasting styles, and that's exactly what we have here. You've got a team that wants to run the football, play a little more old school, and then you've got Washington, who essentially wants to throw the football every single play if they can. Uh, So I think it's going to be a fun matchup to see 
who wins uh, that battle. Um, you know, I personally give Michigan a pretty significant edge on the line of scrimmage on both sides of the football. We've heard a lot of talk about how good Washington's offensive line has been. Uh, I don't think we see 38-plus dropbacks without a holding penalty on Washington tonight, personally. Uh, so it'll be very fascinating to see that. Um, as far as the market movement you mentioned, uh, basically sitting where it opened, we did hit five and a half last night for a bit. There are two or three fives floating around out there in the market right now, but mostly uh, consensus going to still be that four and a half. The total moving between 56 and a half and 55 and a half, uh, 56, relatively key number there. So definitely interesting to see which side of that we land on uh, at kickoff. Yeah, and I've actually got a a play, an official play on this game. Mike, let me ask you this, because the national championship show with, of course, you and, and Chip and EC, which I just mentioned, it's in everybody's feed. You have, you know, you you usually specialize in, and this isn't just in college football, in first quarter plays, first quarter unders. Can you maybe just give us a little bit of an idea? Because I think some people might look at that show and be like, oh, I guess they they picked either Michigan or Washington and they looked at the total and called it a day. Like, obviously, that show was a lot more thorough than that. Can you maybe give out a tease for maybe a lean you had in the first quarter of that game? Yeah, see, uh, no surprise if you followed me for a while. We typically try to identify unders uh, in opening frames, and that, that's what I like here. Uh, 12 and a half was the play that I gave on that one, uh, on that other show. So what I'm looking for for Michigan, I think we all kind of know what Michigan wants to do, uh, and that's going to be take the air out of the football. They're going to try and run as much clock as they possibly can. The reason why we like the first quarter under, I think there are scenarios here where, say, Michigan starts with the football, they're able to eat up six to eight minutes off the clock, potentially score three or seven points. Uh, and then if they have a defensive stand early against Penix, or there's a little nerves, he misses one of those deep balls early, there's a scenario that plays out where Michael Penix plays five to seven snaps in the first quarter, and that's it. Uh, so that is what I'm looking for uh, in this particular situation. We know Michigan is going to play that game, which they, they should. And frankly, that's what I, you know, someone likes game theory and other things. I like to see that. And I think that's exactly what we see. I think we see them use a ton of play clock um, and really, really try to keep Michael Penix Jr. off the field as much as they can. All right. Absolutely. And I will give my take on this game when we get to our official bets, because I have an official play uh, in this game. Listen, we got to bring in the maestro. We got to bring in Proppy to talk. Well, NFL, first of all, first impressions for Wild Card Weekend. And then we got to get to our official bets where Buckets, who is in the chat, will actually appear on the show. We've got a lot to cover. But before we do that, we need to do two things. We need to hit the like button and we need to hear a message from our partners. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. It's the UEFA Champions League on Paramount+. Plus. Europe's top club soccer tournament. Champions versus champions. The best teams facing off in the knockout rounds. Magnificent! And it all takes place. While you're filling out financial reports at work. In the middle of your day. In the middle of your week. So use that second screen. Call in sick. Do whatever you gotta do to tune in Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Nobody watches the UEFA Champions League like us. Stream every match live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. 
So we are set for wildcard weekend. We got a lot of games to consider. Uh, Maestro, I'm going to go to you first. We see which two teams have the buys. No surprise there. The Baltimore Ravens, the San Francisco 49ers. One thing I know you like to do, particularly, Larry, on the, the Tuesday show, where you talk about where you it's usually you and RJ, maybe Emery talking about the early lines. Sometimes you guys like to jump on an early line, get it out on sports line before it shifts. I'm curious, one of two things. Do you like an early line here or is there just a game in property? I'll go to you next. Is there a game that you are so intrigued by that is a focal point for you? Uh, yeah, see, there there are there is a game that I do want to jump on, and there's a lot of injuries to watch this week with Waddle and T.J. Watt and Sam Laporta, who unfortunately was hurt hurt in a game that the Lions probably should not have gone full board to get uh, because the Cowboys were going to blow out the Commanders. But the early line that I like is the Cleveland Browns laying two and a half, laying less than a field goal, and I love C.J. Stroud and I love what he's done. But rookie quarterbacks. First-time playoff quarterbacks, it doesn't usually go well. And without Tank Dell, they can focus on Nico Collins when you have guys like Martin Emerson and Denzel Ward. This defense is set up to kind of slow down what Houston does. And also the Houston offensive line has been giving up a lot of pressure. Miles Garrett had three pressures in the first game. Of course, C.J. Stroud didn't play, and that's why uh, you know the Texans got blown out. I think it'll be a good game, but I think ultimately – that Browns defense and that week of rest is going to make the difference. Yeah, Proppy. I really agree oh, sorry. with Larry. Go ahead. Sorry to jump in. It's two and a half right now. That's what I meant to say. And it is going to go to three. I'm, we're already seeing some threes. Uh, so if you like Cleveland, now's the time. I Proppy, I really agree with this take. This was the first of... You know, there's a couple of lines. I think these lines are pretty efficient right off the bat, I'll be honest. Um, some of the favorites that I liked, I think the, the lines are a little prohibitive. The lines are a little bit longer than, than I thought they would be. But this Houston game, I mean, you know, Houston really, it's not that they got away with anything last week, but there was a lot of back foot throws by C.J. Stroud that he fit in there because he's a great quarterback. But against Cleveland, I'm not sure you can do that. Now with Noah Brown, Robert Woods potentially coming back, it does change the dynamic a bit. But that's the first line. It's interesting because we didn't, Larry and I didn't talk about this before. And that's the first line that just kind of screamed out to me. Let's take the Browns minus two and a half. Any games that you like from an early line standpoint or that, again, are just going to be a focal point for you in terms of your research process leading up to the wild card games? Uh, I do like Cleveland as well. I think that's a great look by you and Larry. If I were to pick uh, an early line that I would get behind, it would certainly be Cleveland in this spot for all the reasons that you both mentioned. But what is going on with the Philadelphia Eagles? Things have gone from bad to worse. There are reports surfacing from Philadelphia that the Eagles are actively trying to get Nick Sirianni fired, which is why uh, they basically had a complete no-show against the New York Giants. Also suffered some serious injuries. A.J. Brown might miss uh, this game. In addition to Sidney Brown, the rookie who had a 99-yard interception return for a touchdown. Uh, I mentioned this on the morning show yesterday. I felt that this locker room had splintered and the Sirianni had lost the team I, I think that is uh, what's happening and it's gone from bad to worse and it's accelerating and snowballing uh to the point where things are really getting out of control here they're playing against the bucks who didn't inspire a lot of confidence yesterday just kind of barely squeaking by uh the panthers but the games at home i don't think the eagles should be a favorite versus any team in the playoffs so this is going to be a matchup that i'm going to look to potentially take advantage of uh when props do eventually surface 
Yeah, that line is really interesting. Uh, Buccaneers plus two and a half at home. I mean, I, I don't know if A.J. Brown's going to play. I don't know if Devontae Smith's going to be fully healthy. Healthy. I don't know about DeAndre Swift's status. And even if they're all in there, it, it just seems it just seems tough. Mike, uh, agree or disagree on any of the two games that we talked about? Is there another game that you have your eyes on? And before you respond, if there is a matchup you love in this in this chat, I know a lot of you have already kind of weighed in on some of these games, but Let's let everybody weigh in. If there's a matchup you love, listen, we we lean on this chat too. Again, I mentioned Japan yesterday. He's not the only one. Ben Horner, there's a lot of guys, big cheesy who make guys and girls who make picks in this chat. Uh, Feel free. Let's jump on your picks as well. But Mike McClure, what's your impression here? Yeah, this is a fascinating weekend. Honestly, I love a lot of these matchups. You know, I want to start with Buffalo last night uh, winning that game. They look, they had the the punt return. They had the tip touchdown, but they just absolutely dominated Miami in that game overall, despite what the scoreboard looked like in terms of how many yards they were able to pick up the time of possession. uh, They essentially played for a bye. Getting Pittsburgh and at home is an absolute buy game, in my opinion, considering the, sta- uh, the current state of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So games I'm looking at here, I agree that you've got about an hour left to bet on Cleveland uh, before they hit three in the market everywhere. Uh, other games that I really like, I like the Rams plus three. Uh, I think a lot of people will end up liking that, but I think that the Lions, a bit of a fraudulent team to begin with, especially defensively. Um, now you get this Rams offense, uh, a dome controlled environment that they're comfortable in. Uh, I think that, yes, it'll be loud. Yes. Everyone will have a lot of emotion there. Uh, but I, I think this is a good spot to back the Rams. I think they win this one outright. And then the other one I'm looking at, mostly looking at ways to fade Miami, uh, in the cold, it is going to be extremely cold in Kansas city. Uh, wind chills will be around zero, uh, for that game. I'm looking to fade Miami, probably going to elect to have a team total under is the way I'm looking to fade it to start here. Um, Wanted to bet Kansas City early, but the one and a half where it opened quickly became three and a half. Uh, And I think it's going to settle right in that three and a half to four range. It's incredible because when I first saw that line, it was three and a half because I wasn't looking last night uh, to know that it opened at one and a half and skyrocketed up to three and a half. I mean, that's really (laughs) in six minutes that's a really big move through a key number so clearly um a lot of people including in the chat think that the miami dolphins are fraudulent now you put them on the road in a cold weather environment and larry i'll go to you in a second but mark buckholtz he likes the rams a lot this weekend too and 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 i do too and we cannot we cannot overestimate the impact of the sam laporta injury i mean that is that is big time And, and i and i think that might be kind of ultimately the difference maker in what I think is going to be an already, or I thought would already be a close game. Larry, go ahead. Yeah, it's such a tough break for Miami because they have the short week uh, playing on Saturday in KC, and it was it's a terrible break for them not getting the Monday game, which they had a shot for uh, when they could have used those two extra days of rest. But I do want to shout out Mark in the chat, whose wife is in labor. I hope everything goes smoothly. And this is not the first time that we have had viewers uh, you know, with their wives in labor watching the show uh so uh, shout out to mark and uh you know wishing you well that's amazing Proppy and mike i'll go to you in a second i guess that's mark buckholtz larry uh mark let us know how it goes i mean obviously it's going right now it, do you have a name throw out the name we'll, we'll give your baby a shout out before he or she is even born that would be kind of cool right uh mike i'll go to you and then Proppy to you and then we'll finally get into our best bets I was just thinking quickly about that Buffalo-Miami game last night. Had Miami been able to score a touchdown there, do you think they would have played for the tie? Because the tie was absolutely what they wanted. It was by far a better result than a win. 
to have to play Buffalo again. Had they tied that game, they would have hosted the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, just would have been fascinating to see the way McDaniel played that had they scored. I personally think they would have been smart enough to try and play for the tie. That is, I think they would have as well. Uh, Proppy, what you got? Quick shout out to Japan for the great Shakira call. Also wanted to give a shout out uh, to all the chat babies, all the chat babies, the babies who have been born uh, while we've been live streaming. So shout out to the chat babies. I love that you just invented a term, a very appropriate term for early edge uh, listeners and watchers. That is pretty great chat. Early edge chat babies. We'll come up with a fitting acronym for that. That is, uh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, another thing that's pretty awesome. Oh, what's up, AMAGS? AMAGS is in the chat along with Buckets, of course. We've got Berg Bets in the chat as well. Hopefully I didn't miss anybody from the Early Edge crew. Thank you for being in here. Uh, but where can you place these bets? Where can you place these wildcard bets? I see you, Jamie Foxx. BetMGM has all the action for every sports fan. New BetMGM customers can sign up today and get a first bet offer up to $1,500. If your first bet loses, you will receive up to $1,500 in bonus bets with bonus code EDGE1500. That's EDGE1500. All right. Just like that, ladies and gentlemen, we got to bring we got to bring buckets back into this thing, right? Because we kept you we kept you so silent that we kept you on the sideline. Now, two things that the chat wants to know. One is, what's your pick? But the other is, are you feeling better? You've been battling this cold, this cough for a while. And and I don't say this flippantly. I think people are genuinely concerned when when any of the members, when any of the, when any of the team is kind of down and out. You've been making it to every show regardless. But how are you feeling, buddy? Uh, we're, we're getting there slowly but surely. I did that fun thing to where I ignored my sickness for the first couple of months thinking it would go away. And that didn't work. Uh, so now I've got a bit of a long lasting, I forget what they called it, some kind of respiratory bug. But Give it a month. I should be back to normal, hopefully. All right. I don't know if we want normal buckets, but what we do want is a soccer pick. What do you have? Well, see, I know we're all talking about the natty, I think is what it's called. But let's talk about the real natty here because we have a fantastic matchup between AEK Lenarca and AEZ Zakaku in the Cypriotic First Division at 12 p.m. today. Make sure you are there. Now, bear with me, guys, because as we all know, I'm not really a linguist. So these are some tough names to pronounce, some tough players to pronounce. But what we want to focus on is a couple things here. This is a reverse fixture of when Zakakiao beat Lanarka 3-1 in stunning fashion when Lanarka manager said after the match that it was an unrivaled embarrassment and he will be looking for revenge. This is his chance for revenge. Lanarka at home should never lose. However, Lanarka at home, for whatever reason, they just don't play defense. When they're on the road, BTTS has hit at only 11% of their matches this season. But when Lenarka plays at home, it's hit at over a 60% rate. But what's the most important thing here is the fact that Zakakyu plays like a bunch of rabid dogs. They just don't care about anything right now. This is their first time promoted to the top division since 2016, and they're playing like it. This is a team that could be down 7-0, 8-0, 9-0, and they're still pressing for goals and pressing with 11 man up. It is because of that reason that Zakakiao has hit both teams to score in over 90% of their away games this season, 88% actually, but close. We're taking both teams to score at plus 105 here because frankly, anytime you see Zakakiao on the road, BTTS should never be plus odds regardless of who their opponent is. They might lose by four or five goals here. They're going to get that one goal for us, Sia. That's what's going to happen in the real natty starting at noon, by the way. So get those bets in quickly. The real natty, by the way, this chat is so epic, like funnier than I'll ever be. Brent Hall says 
uh, with the Bears icon, by the way. Justin Fields, man, what are we doing, guy? Uh, there goes Buckets again, talking about a bunch of fake teams, which for some <laughs> reason I found extremely funny. Uh, by the way, we still have a five to one ratio on a number of people watching and number of people who have hit the like button. So please, when you get in here, immediately hit the like button for us. It is super helpful. Uh, Doug Horner says Pop Buckets has the lung from the mines. Uh, that's beautiful. That's a, I, I, I said it wrong, but that's a Zoolander reference, of course. Oh, uh, the black were, lung? Yes, there you go. I knew there one finally. Go. There we go. There you go. And then Haas references the Oregon Trail when referencing you, Buckets. You're going to have to look that one up because uh, I'm guessing uh, we don't know what the Oregon Trail is uh, over there. So, all right, let's get to my pick. We've got a lot of picks, including a sports line pick uh, to give out. And, and we've got an article debuting in the NBA today that I'm going to tell you about as well. But Listen, I'm going to go. I don't know that this is contrarian per se, but there's not a lot of people talking about the Washington Huskies plus four and a half. I went ahead and grabbed them at minus 105. I started out the week thinking that this number was a little bit too high, and I still think that. I do think Michigan can dominate the line of scrimmage when Michigan is on offense, and I think we're going to see Quorum and company really run the ball. But in those pressure situations where J.J. McCarthy needs to throw it, if they get into any third and longs or even second and longs, I think it could be a problem in the way Michael Penix has been really silencing all the doubters. And I was a doubter, what, a month ago when they played Oregon. I thought Oregon was going to cover the nine and a half and they weren't even close to the caliber of Washington. Then they go into Texas or they don't go into Texas, but they play Texas. And we, all we hear is, is oh, the Texas is going to dominate the interior. They got a great defensive line. Michael Penix won't be able to handle it. What I don't think any team is going to be able to handle, including Michigan, is Michael Penix and his receivers. Michigan hasn't faced a quarterback like this. And I really think ultimately in this college football game, that is going to be the difference. I think Washington can win outright, but I think Michael Penix has been too good over too long a sample size for me to say, okay, he's going to revert back to some sort of average or some sort of mean that maybe doesn't exist. So I'm going to go ahead and take Washington a plus four and a half. I think their interior is fine too, particularly on the offensive line. Uh, so I'll go ahead and take the points in this national championship game. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's my pick. We have a site pick in the NBA. We have a prop that Proppy is going to give out in a second. But the site pick, just so everybody knows, over at Sportsline, where, again, you can get 60% off the annual plan by typing in promo code WINNER. It's the Rockets plus four and a half. The Rockets play the Heat tonight. The site play is the Rockets plus four and a half. All right, Proppy, I, I have been teasing it. I have been teasing your NBA pick. Also, I've been teasing something else in the last few minutes. But before we get there, let's hear a quick message from our partners. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All right. And we are back on the early edge. 
Proppy, you have a, an NBA prop, but I think more important right now, what I want you to lead with is my understanding is that on Sportsline, if you're a Sportsline member, that you are debuting an NBA article that you're going to publish, I believe, and you, please correct me if I'm wrong, uh, once a week, I, maybe it's every Monday, uh, whatever it is, tell us what you're doing because we haven't seen it yet. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah. So I have an NBA article debuting today and also every Thursday. So every Monday and Thursday moving forward, you can expect a minimum of three picks from me, including analysis on said picks. Uh, if you're a Sportsline subscriber, you will have access to this article. I will also tweet it when the article goes live as well. So I'm very excited about that as I sort of transition to focusing more on NBA props as the NBA or as the NFL season winds down and then speaking of NBA props I have a prop that I absolutely love and will be appearing in today's article that is Alperin Shengun to go under 26 and a half combined points and assists this is really all to do with this matchup against the Miami Heat and Bam Adebayo Bam Adebayo is the best defensive center in the NBA in my opinion specifically when it comes to um Uh, Taking an opponent head on, we've seen him just shut down the likes of pretty much every center in the league. Uh, It's going to be a tough night for Sengun. The Heat surrender the second fewest points and the fewest assists to opposing centers this year. Uh, So, yeah, this this is a tough spot in a game that's going to be extremely paced down as well. Miami plays at the second slowest pace in the league. The Rockets also play slow as well. The Rockets also struggle away from Houston. Uh, So, yeah, I think this game is going to be a low-scoring affair, and I think it's going to be a very difficult matchup for Shengun, who's going to have his hands full with Bam Adebayo. So, yeah, give me under 26.5 combined points and assists. I also like the other lines for Shengun as well. If you don't have access to his points and assists, I like his points. I like under on his PRA. The reason I went PA here is because I took the least amount of juice that was available to me on the site. Absolutely love it, uh, Proppy. Uh, I don't know if you caught this, and, and this this really goes for everybody, but uh, when when Bam Adebayo and company, the Heat, were playing uh, the Phoenix Suns, and Adebayo kind of flexed up on Bradley Beal, and then Bradley Beal kind of jokingly like flexed on him back. It's That was a really funny moment, and, and I agree with what you were saying about Bam Adebayo. And, and my, my little sort of editorial here is it's too bad Bradley Beal, who I was rooting for uh, on Washington, is part of the house of cards that is the Phoenix Suns, because I just don't think that's going to go – Uh, Well, for him, at least not in the immediate future. But again, that's just my little editorial before we move on. Taylor Dutton says, am I late? LOL, you are late, but you showed up and that's all that matters. And Kevin McKenzie says, yes, exclamation point. Proppy is a must read and a must tale. That is absolutely true. You know who else is a must tale? Mike McClure. Mike, you've got to play in this national championship game. I gave my play out. You have a different play. Talk to us about it. Different play here. See, uh, it's going to be a first half under, uh, like the first quarter, definitely like the first half. There are a few different numbers floating around in the market. The one I have played the most is the under 28 and a half at minus 124. Still like under 27 and a half if you are getting plus money right at even money plus 100. Uh, when I look at this, first of all, it's just such a big, big number. I know that these offenses can certainly combine for it, especially Washington if they're having success. However, I think Michigan dominates time of possession here. I think possessions are very, very limited in this football game. When you have a number at 28 and a half, we're literally fading four touchdowns and a field goal. 
uh, in the first half. At 27 and a half, you're still fading three touchdowns and multiple field goals to be able to get there, uh, or again, fading that fourth touchdown. So I like this spot. Why I think Michigan's going to be able to run the football, it's what they've done all season long. This is one of the easier opponents to run the football on that they played on their schedule this season. Uh, Washington ranks 130th in rushing success rate in college football. We just watched Texas rush for almost seven yards per carry against them. Issue for Texas, they just didn't commit to running the football enough. Had they done that, they probably were able to win that game still. Uh, when you look at what Texas was able to do, limiting Washington, making them one-dimensional, they want to be one-dimensional anyway. Just 3.3 yards per carry from Washington. I think that's going to be the same story against Michigan here. So I think that we have some of those drives for Washington. If they're able to move the football, they're going to take longer than the one to two quick strikes down the field. Uh, ultimately, that clock is rolling. Remember, we have new rules in college football this year. Clock not stopping after first downs for most of the game. That is going to be significant when you've got a team like Michigan who we think will pick up first downs while keeping the clock running. Again, limited possessions. Let's go under in the first half. Absolutely love it. So does Fat Stacks, who says, Mikey in Cashville, enough said. Take notes. Mark Buckholz, this is fitting because AMAGS is in the chat. Uh, we got a lot of baseball team, a lot of baseball guys and girls on the sports line team. Mark Buckholz says, as much as I love my football, cannot wait until MLB. So looking forward to futures player props to be widely available. Absolutely love that. I'm looking forward to maybe some first fives as well. And Maestro, I'm also looking forward to some college basketball. Now, no, let's let's be very clear here. And maybe I want you to be clear because you're about to give out a college, college basketball player. But to me, it, it sounded to me like you've already been out an official play in the NFL. So can you just revert real quickly back to that Texans minus two and a half? Is that something you're like you're giving out here that you're you're gonna give out or that's gonna be on Sportsline or maybe put it on there and I missed it? And then talk to us about the college basketball play. Yeah, I'm on the Browns uh, minus two and a half, and, and I do think it's going to go to three. We're already seeing some threes in the market, and I love C.J. Stroud. It's just I don't like the matchup for him against this Browns defense. I think they're well suited uh, to slow him down and the Texans offense. But in college basketball, you may have looked at the slate tonight, and you see the SWAC, you see the MEAC, you see the Southland. Uh, there's not a lot of great matchups, but we do have an interesting one in the CAA about an hour from where I'm sitting now. Monmouth, New Jersey against North. Eastern and Monmouth is interesting because Xander Rice he could have gone anywhere really uh, four-year player at Bucknell was transferring decided to play for his dad and taking instead of taking big NIL money elsewhere he's averaging 19 points a game he scored 30 against West Virginia they're laying two and a half at home to Northeastern Northeastern it looks like will not have their second leading score Monmouth has won five straight at home the game is on CBS Sports Network uh, which is exciting for both these programs I'm going to lay it with the Hawks minus two and a half. All right. Uh, very interesting uh, take on that gentleman playing for, for his father instead of taking uh, the NIL money. So that's that's really interesting. Uh, by the way, is that, that that's that's this evening, right, Larry? Correct. 7 p.m. Oh. Eastern. Excellent. All right. Uh, and I only ask because uh, sometimes people forget because we've got the national football. We, we, we've, we've got a huge game tonight. I want to make sure people can pinpoint uh, when these bets are going to take place. A uh, really quick question before we put the recap screen up here. Buckets. Brent Ritchie asks, if BTTS not available, would you take the over three and a half for the full game at plus 100? 
I tell you what, I'd rather take is over one and a half in the first half of that match. Lenarca at home tends to be a team that plays very aggressively for the first 45 and then slows down a little bit. That three and a half is not unattainable, but if this ended 2-1, for instance, with a really aggressive first half, that wouldn't surprise me at all. All right. Uh, sounds good. Hopefully that answers uh, that question. I, I hope we got to all of your questions. Uh, very active chat. Always, always appreciate you being here, been, being in here every single morning. All right, let's take a look at the recap screen. We've got buckets. Uh-oh, I'm going to have a problem pronouncing this, aren't I? Uh, we've got uh, AEK, Lornaka, and Q. I think I got that right, actually. Both teams to score plus 105, Washington plus four and a half. Mike McClure's on the first half under 28 and a half. Proppy Sangoon under 26 and a half points and assists. That's at minus 111. Maestro Monmouth at 7 p.m. tonight, minus two and a half. And the site play is the Rockets plus four and a half. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, what an active show. I hope we kicked off your morning, your Monday morning, the way you wanted it to be kicked off. We appreciate you being in the chat. We appreciate the activity, all the like buttons, voting for the Early Edge as the best podcast, which, again, that link is in the podcast description and in the YouTube description. But that's all we've got for now. On behalf of Buckets with all the soccer, on behalf of Proppy with all the NBA, on behalf of Mike McClure with all the college football and NFL, and Maestro with all the college football, NFL, and college basketball, and on behalf of Jake the Snake on the ones and twos, somehow controlling this entire show, I am the counselor. This is The Early Edge, and we rest our case. Wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount Plus. What brings you to the Shy? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the side. A new rain is coming to the South Side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes May 10th. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.